Michael Sebastian, and I've been spending the last few years of my life learning how to dress. And I'm David Mintz, and I've been teaching Michael how to do it. Some guys seem to dress well without any effort at all. Why? Because they know the rules. But we're going to share their secrets with you. Welcome on our quest to be better dressed. Back in the day, there was a kind of knowledge which might be passed down to a young Englishman by his father or his grandfather. It's called sartorial knowledge, or how to dress well. And today it's a bit of a lost art. But the rules are still relevant, and knowing them can help make you the most interesting person in the room. Now, my good friend David runs a bespoke tailoring business in Bristol and London. That's the best descriptive term, isn't it, David? A tailoring house. Tailoring house. Or a gentleman's outfitters. Okay. Or um, a therapy centre. <laughs> for um, those who have embarked upon a sartorial journey. A uh, sartorial shrink, then. <laughs> Brown in town. Yes. Where did that come from? What? Does it that... comes from the old English adage. Never brown in town. Okay. Um, and never brown in town referred to the um, etiquette of a gentleman who was advised not to wear his brown tweeds into the city. God forbid. He should only really be wearing black or grey into the city. So that's where it comes from. Right. But my personal ethos is never say never. So we dropped the never. And just stuck with the brown in town. And now you can wear brown wherever you like. Yeah, and it doesn't mean that we only make brown suits, but I'd be lying to you if I said we hadn't made one or two, Michael. <laughs> not for me, though, because that's not really my colour. It's my not palette, one of your colours. My palette's it's not your colour burgundies palette, no. and greens, and, and I also look terrible in brown as well. I actually look... Uh, it's not, I, I it's look not like, your best colour. I look like something that ought to go with custard or something like that. It's, it's really quite Custard a, would be better. Yeah. But not as good as greens and burgundies. <laughs> yeah, I concur. I concur. So before we come to rule one, I think it would be worth defining what we mean when we say savvy dressing. You know, what's that actually about? To me, it's always been about knowing yourself and expressing that self through your clothes. But I found out from my own journey that there are loads of aspects to it. You know, there's colours, sure. cloths, styles details the vibe you're creating there's a bit of symbolism in there it must sound like a lot to grasp yeah can we boil it down where whereabouts do we start you have to understand what the rules are before you can break them yeah and there are lots of rules but they are there to be broken i think what's more important is understanding what looks good on you and which colors look good on you that's what's important and then uh understanding or rather learning how to put those elements together, that's, that's the important bit. And that's a bit that takes a bit of work, takes a bit of time. It's more about coherence, isn't it? It's uh, sure. bringing unity, bringing all those parts together. And um, I guess that that is the one thing that you would want a tailor to understand. If you're approaching them for the first time, you really need a tailor that gets that sure and i think it is the responsibility of one's tailor to give you a head start sure they are the one that is making something for you 
it's as important that they educate you on how to wear something. For example, the position and the height at which you wear your trousers, right? It's as important for them to educate you in that regard as it is for them to educate you on suit husbandry and how to look after the clothes. We are talking about ecology. Yeah. Well, nothing will make a suit last longer than someone showing you how to maintain that suit. Very important. And that's where it begins. There is an idea that dressing in the way that we're describing uh, smarter, more coherent, kind of belongs in another age. I mean, here we are with austerity, then COVID, then conflict. Do you think people have any appetite to dress in this way anymore? Or do you, do you think lockdown was the final nail in the coffin? My experience on the front line, Michael, is that yes, people do. Uh, uh, and quite possibly because they have been in the back bedroom taking Zoom calls in their underpants, so so we're, so we're told. Uh, and I think they want to come out, as it were, and they do want to dress up. They want the opportunity to dress up and they want the excuse to dress up. And they very much want to explore other modes of dress. Well, maybe there's a bit of a renaissance coming in this kind of dressing because we don't have to anymore. We don't have to wear the suit to the office. Unless you are a sartorialist or you take an active interest in what you wear, then you're going to be wearing a suit purely because you are told to toe the party line. And that, for me, is often where men let themselves down. Uh, that puts me in mind of another point, actually, that with this approach to dressing, you really need a catalyst, a, like a reason to begin, don't you? Almost like an awakening, like <laughs> there's more. There has to be a vested interest. And I was, until I started wearing suits for a living, um, I had no interest in wearing a suit and I would refer to myself as a suit dodger. But I had a sartorial jumping off point because of my career and where I was traveling. A lot of guys that I dress have that sartorial jumping off point for other reasons, such as a wedding, maybe, or um, they're looking to change their image. And they could benefit from knowing these old principles that we're on about. Sure. And speaking of the principles... In this series, we're going to be bringing some of them out of the closet to help you on your journey towards becoming a savvy dresser. And today's is a great one to start with. The clothes you wear should convey your character, but they can't create your character. Clothes that create a character are called Costumes, they're for actors, and we don't want to be actors or imposters, we want to be authentic dressers. Now, many people do approach sartorial dressing thinking like, well, this is going to make me feel better about myself. And that's true, you probably will. When I put on clothes which have been made for me and I know that they hang well and suit me, I immediately feel fantastic. And I know that that's been a fabulous investment and worth every penny. But I also know that all clothes come with a shelf life and I don't want my personality to have that same shelf life because that well-cut jacket I just bought will eventually get boring and wear out. And when it does, what am I going to do? Am I going to get another for a personality boost? Because if I'm not enough without that jacket, I'll never be enough with it. 
That's why English tailoring is designed to step back and, as they say, let the man step forward. Sure, you can have wild colours, you can have paisley patterns that turn heads, you know, yes please, we, we both love Italian tailoring. But to get the most from your investment, also do the inner work, the work on your personality and character, and then capture and broadcast it through the clothes you wear. So, David, when we're talking about savvy dressing, we're not just talking about suits, are we? We're we're talking about being savvy in everyday clothing, too. Of course. My argument about Italian style, as you mention it, is that when you see Italian men, there could be three friends out for coffee. One will be in a tacchini tracksuit. One will be in jeans and trainers. And the other one will be wearing a three-piece suit. They're still friends. They still talk to each other. They all have style. They're all in control of their style. They're very well turned out. They're owning the look. In this country, it seems to be now the wheat and the chaff. You know, if you are in a suit, then you are high powered and you can only hang out with other suits. And people who wear streetwear will only hang out with other people wearing streetwear. It's not the same thing. And as you say, being in control of your style, that's that's the real difference, isn't it, between those three mythical Italian guys? Not, not every Italian guy. No, no, no. It, no, no, it, it no. would be crash to, uh, to say that. But there's, there's more awareness. And that's the savvy part. Savvy, savoir, knowing. It's actually being in control of your style, I think. That's, yes, uh, absolutely. You just have to take some ownership and have some level of self-respect. And if anything has happened in this country, it has waned, shall we say, over the decades. Since the death of the suit, when prior to that, all men wore suits, whether to work or to play, there were only suits. When it comes to dressing down, as it were, Michael, we we do let ourselves down somewhat. I think my argument is you could do so much more with the clothes that you wear if you just knew what the rules were. Yeah, absolutely. So when we started planning this podcast, I was absolutely convinced that we were going to be talking specifically to guys and helping guys to express themselves. But the more we explore, the more I'm thinking that this is actually absolutely relevant to women as well. So I say this is a podcast for guys, but actually... Well, actually, we don't just tailor for men, Michael. We also tailor for women. Sometimes it's business suits. Sometimes it's wedding suits. Sometimes it's a best woman's suit for a wedding. And I get a huge kick and I find it hugely rewarding dressing women. But it is a very, very different gig. It's a very, very different undertaking. Whereas if I am dressing a man, he will be coming to me for advice over and above, almost even style. Of course, he's come for style, but he's already seen what I do. That's why he's come to me. He's already seen my work, but he's hoping that I can help him get to where he wants to go. Women are going to tell me exactly how it's going to be. (laughs) (laughs) They either know it instinctively or they have been shown, or they have been taught, and they are going to tell me 
what they want, how they want it to look, how they want it to fit, and moreover, what color it's going to be. <laughs> it's not like that when I'm dressing the men and the boys. It occurs to me that some guys might see a podcast like this and say, no way I'm going to listen to that. I, I don't need any of that. But their partners, their wives or their girlfriends so, are going to thank us. They should be relieved that we're, <laughs> that we're, that we're doing this. Yes. <laughs> it's going to say, you better listen to them. And if you won't listen to it, I will listen to it because I want that information. Instinctively, women have great style. Men have to learn. If they are not shown as we discussed earlier, then they have to figure it out for themselves. And in my experience, Michael, the way that men shop is for their favourite colour, regardless what it is they're buying. <laughs> it could be a car, it could be a jacket to wear out for dinner with their wives, okay? It's their favourite colour. And I believe that there is this section in every man's wardrobe that is reserved for all of the things he's bought and taken home that he has been told he's not allowed to wear outside of the house. <laughs> and if you added up the cost of all of those garments that he's not allowed to wear, absolutely, it would have bought him a bespoke suit. Absolutely. Or jacket yes. or pair of slacks. So just to finish off, we've covered a few things today. Coherence, still my favourite word. Personality, how, how do we sum all this up? Every outfit tells a story. But in my experience, and I think the experience of lots of my customers, is there is a journey that you have to embark upon before you get to that place where you put on your ensemble and you feel that it is coherent and there is a cohesiveness from the shoes to the socks and the socks to the trousers and the trousers to the shirt and the shirt to the jacket, the jacket and the tie, etc., etc. You're right, David. It's a journey. And preparing for that journey is exactly what we're going to be talking about in the next episode. So until then, please rate us and review us wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe too. That'd be dandy. Links are in the show notes. We are at SavvyDresses.com. And if you've got a question, send it as a voice message on Instagram at SavvyDressers. Till next time, stay safe and dress well. <laughs>